Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Aiko. You're listening to Mad Love. Thank you so much for all the love and support that you guys extend to me. You listen to the podcast. Uh, the people who know me, they let me know they listen. Um, you know, it's it's nice. It's very, very cool because I know a lot of smart people and you guys could do anything with your time. And the fact that uh, you guys want to spend it with me, listening to me and finding some value out of that is, you know, that's what's up. I try to put some nutrition in here, uh, you know, a little inspiration, a little empathy, you know, it's pretty much like what it's like to talk to me, I think. (laughs) I'm hogging the conversation. I'm going to cut you off because if I don't make my point, I won't remember it. You know, that's pretty accurate. So anyway, I made a point earlier in the week that everybody's not going to be for you. Everyone's not rooting for you. And sometimes it's a problem because it's your spouse or your boss or uh, your mom or your dad. It's somebody that you, you know, would expect a modicum of support and you kind of would like their support. And sometimes you just won't get it. Um, And I'm not suggesting that that's easy or feels good in any way. It's an awful feeling. I've felt it uh, many times and you just have to keep going. And you have to cheer for yourself and you have to encourage yourself and you have to look in the mirror and say, you know, is this what I really want? If it is, then I'm going to keep going, you know, because only you and God know what your destiny is. Nobody can can come up and tell you what your dreams are. You know, be leery of anybody who tries to. That's not your dream. Yeah, it is. You don't know. And uh, it's okay. It's okay to keep it to yourself. It's okay to not share your biggest dreams deepest, darkest dreams with other people, not your darkest dreams, (laughs) Um, your deepest, you know, hopes and dreams, you know, don't have dark dreams that can't be good. But, you know, people don't know how to naturally support you. A lot of people don't, you know, if you if you want to test that out, uh, when someone dies, Listen to the stuff that people say. You can absolutely tell who's never lost a loved one. Especially for me, it was when my dad died. I could tell who had lost a parent and who hadn't. Because some of the stuff people were saying to me just was like, okay, you really just don't know what to say. Um, But when someone has experienced that pain, it's just the way they say it. It's like, oh, okay. You know, because sometimes people can't comfort you because they've never experienced it. And so it's the same with, you know, making a lot of money. Somebody who's never made any money can't tell you how to be with money because they've never had any. And it's so obvious. You can always tell when somebody has never had anything. You can always tell. I mean, I think people think they're subtle. (laughs) It's like when I used to live in Slow Hall. And no, it's not named for people who were not smart. Somebody, all these years... Howard University had a dorm called Slow Hall. And someone was like, what is is that for the not smart kids? And I was like, oh, my God, I never even thought of that. It was named after a woman named Lucy Slow, I think. But uh, S-L-O-W-E. It was Slow Hall. Uh, Hilarious. Someone thought that. That's funny. Anyway, so for all these years, I lived in Slow. I think it was like uh, for all these years. I was in college four years. I lived there two years. And uh, there was a bar called, what was it? What was it? Uh, Happy Tuesdays? 
something and like you could go get your your frozen drinks there and uh we discovered it me and my friends and we went there all the time i had stacks and stacks of those plastic cups so uh the, here's the thing so when people think that you can't tell that they've never been anywhere or had anything this is my analogy so i would go to that bar and be drunk off my ass and uh Howard's in the hood or it was anyway and so we you know we had multiple doors you had to unlock and when you're not sober it can be more challenging but I would always say to myself you know what no one can tell I'm drunk I'm doing great I'm walking up these steps I'm putting these keys in the first set of doors I'm putting these keys in the second set of doors and so because it was like a rougher neighborhood, they always had somebody watching. It would be like a staff of people sitting, you know, to watch. And so I remember I was like, I am getting through this lobby and I am doing good. I am walking. And in my mind, I'm like, I am walking great. No one can even tell. I am tore up. <laughs> and then I had to get to the other door, the um that actually ha- where the dorm rooms were and like make it there and that was a bigger door and I had to unlock that door I was like and I am doing good that was the longer walk and you know you'd wake up the next day and people would be like you were fucked up last night right <laughs> and the whole time in your brain you're like I'm doing great no one can tell that's kind of what it's like to me it's like yeah I can tell you don't know what you're doing I can tell you've never had anybody you know it's like no matter how hard you're trying and in your brain you're like I am doing great yeah you know it's it's obvious to anybody who's really watching so yes I drank a lot in college it was just incredible uh DC at that time had just changed just as I was starting they had just changed the legal drinking age from 18 to 21 so nobody nobody followed that rule I think I even showed my Riggs card to get into uh is it happy Tuesday what what is it I think it's named after the holiday in New Orleans no it's well I think of New Orleans fat Tuesdays is that it yeah, I think it was Fat Tuesday. Anyway, that's going way back. <laughs> and as I'm explaining, I was inebriated every time I went there. <laughs> it was frozen drinks, and so you really couldn't taste the alcohol. Mm, good times. Anyway, I will leave you there. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Friday and a great weekend. I appreciate your kindness and listening and your time. You guys are simply the best. Uh, This is a good life. And one day I envision a a time when I can just, you know, park for a couple of hours and do a show like Joe Rogan, you know, bring guests on, interview them, that kind of thing. But until then, you get this lovely truncated (laughs) version of my thoughts and stories. And, you know, you're welcome. That's all I can say. Anyway, I was just talking. I, I but I do wish I had more time, and I do wish we could expand production, and I do wish I had a budget for this show. Um, but you know, until then, I'm going to go to work. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope life is good for you, and uh, you know, be your best. All right, take care.